The following audio was recorded during a meeting of the Department of Offense. It is not suitable for children, the easily offended, or anyone with actual taste. You have been warned. Jane Goodall motorboating a gorilla's fucking <laughs> milk. I would make a lot of rectangles. I could never do squares right. We all had to put pants on this week because you're here. And now it's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 88 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yes. And Eric. Hey. See, he got excited, Carlos. Why can't you get excited? It was an excited yes. What? It was a very excited yes. That was not a very excited yes. That was a very unexcited yes. I'm having just, you know, maybe it just crazy volume issues this week. Maybe it's just your point of view. And from my perspective, it was an excited yes. I, Carlos, yours was like, yeah, I guess. It was, a little, bit, it was a little bit more again. excited than that. God damn it. Don't okay. downplay my yes. All right, Carlos. I won't downplay your yes. God. You don't get excited about a lot of things, Carlos. But being here. It's also one of those things you don't get excited about. I get excited about all sorts of stuff. Like what? Give me one thing that you've been excited about. Well, there's things and uh, there's stuff, yeah, other stuff. I was going to say there's stuff that he gets excited have, about. Have you ever been like visibly like excited about something? Like, oh my god, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. You mean do like a little happy dance? Yeah. I probably will in a couple months when the game I like comes out on the PS4. But what game? Then, what game? Uh, what game? Persona what game? 5. You don't. You're not gonna. No. Care about that. Is that the one with the teddy bear? I fucking hate that teddy bear. But this, that was the fighting game. This is a different game. It's an RPG. But it's the same game. Actually, no. It's. I'm so confused. It, I'm I know it, it is actually confusing. So. All right. Well, Carlos. What? Oh, and Casey just died. Oh God. Well, uh, while Casey is uh, suffering from a massive heart attack, we shall continue talking because. Uh, that is what friends do. He had an angina. That that's nothing. Yeah, it's a, you're it's a, a mangina. It's a heart thing. Hey, in fact, this wow, this sounds better. Okay, I, we're having some weird issues with mics today. I yeah. don't know what it is. I blame Eric for unplugging my Mac. Yeah, yeah, it's probably my fault. Yeah, I'll take blame for that. Yeah, I don't know. I it might. I mean, we've been using the same mics for two years. It might be time for some. New cheap mics, maybe, maybe or maybe people. some new expensive mics. Yeah, as long as people give us money, on right? Yeah. Give us money, otherwise we're, we're running out of micro. We're all—it's going to get down to we're all sharing one microphone. It's going to be one Jeremy nasty microphone. <laughs> it's going to be nasty, <laughs> just oh. nasty. But just think about the barbershop quartet that we could have. Oh boy, could we really have a barbershop quartet if we had a fourth person? Yes. Okay, there's only three of us right now. We need—we need another. Maybe maybe Miles will show up and he can be our fourth. What if we had five? Miles but we're still a quartet. Miles. No, that's a quintet. No, no, no. But we no. What if we had f- f- uh, five people, but we were still the quartet? No, but it, we'd be a quintet. But we call ourselves a quartet though, because that'd be our our thing, the little the, the hook to bring people in. Okay, so like, there's there's five people. Yeah. We're called the quartet. Yes. There's only three microphones, two chairs. Yeah. And one mic stand. Exactly. And no stage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's pessimistic. That's a very pessimistic viewpoint. All right. (laughs) What have you been up to this week, Carlos? Uh, I've been playing uh, Shadows of Mordor and acquiring electrolytes. Yeah? What are electrolytes? 
They're what, what plants, plants crave? crave? What do plants crave? Electrolytes. So what are electrolytes? What plants crave? <laughs> what a terrible movie. It really no is. <laughs> movie is so Speaking bad. Speaking of uh, terrible movies, I saw Zoolander for, again for the first time in years. Oh, yeah? It's still a bad movie. Oh, it's fun. But it's so much great. fun. It's a fun, fun yeah. movie. I went and saw uh, Let's Be Cops the yep. other week. I don't think I had a chance to talk about that on here. That movie was fun. I went and saw it with Spencer. And that was entertaining because I kept looking over and he's like, that's not, that's, that's not how they would do it. There's no procedure. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like the best way to see that movie. It was fantastic. It was so much fun. But yeah, no, that, that movie was fun. Uh, is there any good movies coming out? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I think Hobbit is the next big one. Or... Uh, the, the next one in the on the Mockingjay trilogy, the catching the I think it's Catching Fire. Or... I don't I didn't care I didn't see the previous one. Oh, uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. Got to see some more J Law. I know I just know that the I see all of J Law thanks to the fappening. Oh, we don't talk about the fappening. <laughs> I just know that for the next uh, couple weeks, the only thing I care about is the uh, Alien game comes out. That's based. Yeah, on that one looks badass. Wasn't that this week or is that coming out next it's week? Uh, on like the seventh, I want to say. Okay, are you picking it up? I am. We should stream that for we Console should. Cowboys. That's gonna. It looks like it looks like I read a review about it. it the acts do keep that atmosphere up. Yeah, Throughout yeah. The whole did, game. did you read the Kotaku review? Yeah, yeah. That was a really good review. I liked it. That's awesome. Like, how do you keep that up for eighteen hours? Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. I'm pretty excited. That sounds way to be too terrified and, and get called gay by the Twitch chat again. Yeah. <laughs> You're gay because you got scared. Yeah, that's that's what they say. They? Oh, I thought they were calling you gay. No, they called us gay. Oh, because you were scared. I mean, I got scared, but you were there, yeah. and so that you were you were grouped into too. gay because we were gay with each other. Carlos. I just assumed that you were just being called gay. Did they also remind you that they had sex with your mothers? No, they didn't. No. Wow. They dropped the ball. They did. They drop did. The ball. They Shame called us gay. on you, Twitch. Shame, Shame on, on you. you. It was not good, man. So, Eric, what have you been up to? Uh, you know, doing the whole work thing and that kind of stuff. Um, as far as video games goes, I got a free invite to play that Final Fantasy fourteen online. Very it was, cool. It was pretty cool. A free invite? Yep. We got, like, a free key for, like, the game and then, like, 30-month uh, or 30-month, 30 30-day 30 subscription thing. I mean, like, yeah, 30-month, that'd be pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's, like, two years and stuff. But, yeah. All kinds of neatness. It's it's pretty cool. It's a it's a good looking game. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Did you play a whole lot last night? Uh, I played like for a few hours. I leveled up a couple tunes to like five. Hey guys, Miles is here. Yay! What? <laughs> what? Mind equals blown. Right. What took you so long? Gosh. Oh God, you don't even want to know. Well, we'll get to it when we ask you what you've been up to this week. Okay, fine. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Awesome. That's about it. Very cool. Yeah. Well, Miles, what you been up to this? Week? Oh, well, that was a long <laughs> way. You could have just gone and asked him the first time, right? Might as well. Well, I um, wanted to give you a chance to finish. And yes, I didn't know true. if you had anything else nope. you wanted to bring up. Nope, nope not at all. Trying uh, to be a, you know, a gracious host. host. I've been trying to figure out our internet. What's oh, yeah. wrong with the internet? You plug uh, it in. Horribly spotty, it quits service, et cetera, et cetera, and I just want to start shooting things. Oh, so I forgot to start the uh, Mixler. Of course thing. you did. Mixler, guys, I apologize. I forgot to hit the little spinny wheel. Can they even still hear you? Huh. Now they can. Now hear they you. can hear me. Yeah. So when you apologize, you apologize beforehand. I see. Yeah, you but apologize before you started broadcasting. No, I I apologize right after. 
You, it was like setting up. It was fuck you, Carla. It was an actually. But, but the YouTube one was going. Yeah. YouTube oh, that's fine. Going. People should use YouTube because it's better. Like You're just videos. saying that because you screwed up on Mixler. I didn't. Screw, yeah, I screwed up. I'm sorry, guys. I done fucked up. I apologize. So yes, you were having internet anyway. Issues. Internet issues. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be on the phone with people for a little over an hour. To oh, those right kind of internet issues. Yeah. That explains why you did not pick up when I called. Yeah, I just clicked ignore. Yeah, I know. I told I told Eric that, and we called you an asshole yeah. for ignoring me. It yeah. took it took Comcast 20 minutes to say, our system isn't letting us reset your modem. You should try talking to your modem people. Didn't you get the modem from them? No, I oh, have my own oh, modem. Okay, okay. I ain't going to pay for that. I'm currently paying for it because I was too lazy to buy one. And so I ended up talking to my modem people who told me how to go into the modem and reset it myself. Took 45 minutes because why? Mine and my girlfriend's laptops suck and couldn't go into the modem. And neither of them have working Internet Explorer to try. You should never use Internet Explorer. No, there's no excuse. There's no, no, I know. Well, no, I mean, like, one, one didn't have it. And then for the other two, they didn't work. Wait, how do you, how do you not have Internet Explorer? I, you can uninstall it. I it's possible. Really, I didn't yeah. know that was a thing you could my, do. My brother did that, and so it's I. It's delightful. Huh. I ended up grabbing his laptop, and it finally worked. And so it's like, yes. Why did you need Internet Explorer? Because it wasn't working for Google Chrome. Google Chrome was just bringing up this page cannot be displayed. You can oh, use Firefox. I like Firefox. Not, none of us had Firefox nor the internet to download it real quick. There is that problem. Yeah, that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the other more uh, dramatic thing that I've been up to this week, I don't work at Divine anymore. That's right. I'm. I went in there and I was like, "Oh, I'll say hi to Miles quick." And I'm like, "Oh wait, Miles isn't here anymore." And then I laid down in the aisle and went, "No!" And then he rolled around and cried for 20 minutes I in did. the fetal position. And super, then they kicked me out of the store. Super dramatic. It was. It was kind of. But sad. they let me buy my beer first. Why don't you work at Divine anymore? Uh, I am looking to, to you know, start living this life with my girlfriend and everything, and I just need to start making more money. That's honestly the only driving factor. Where did you find I think the job? I poured too much. I'm I'm actually working through uh, Express Employment, and I just got a job that starts on Monday. For I'm already making more money. Is the short version. Cool. Yay, more money! Gotta love more money. More money, more problems. Careful with that pour. It's nasty. Look at that. Wow. I didn't have any problems. Well, okay. I just kind of poured it in there like a like a moron. But, uh, I've read, I've read literature that says you're supposed to. Pour it in there like a moron? Yeah. Oh. No, just top down in the middle, build to the head, and it allows you to dig into the fragrance. Yeah, I was, no. Did you just say fragrance? Fragrance. 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 All right, guys. Well, uh, this week, man, this has been a week for me, I tell you what. Well, last week we had the off week because um, a few of us went up to Madeline Island. Which is part of the Apostle Islands in on Lake Superior. Somebody went to the museum. I did go to the museum and posted some Facebook pictures, and then we then we made uh, light dicks. Um, those are also on the Facebook page. I don't know light if you guys packs. saw the light dicks, but they the they were pretty delightful. Uh, but anyway, Madeline Island, absolutely beautiful. This was the perfect time of year to go because end of the season, nobody was there. We sat on the beach, got drunk, and other things, and then watched fires that we started. It was delightful. 
Uh, on the way up there, we stopped at uh, a brew pub for Which lunch in, uh, in Hayward called The Angry Minnow. I really enjoy that name. It was a fantastic name. Their logo was amazing, and the atmosphere was great. Rick and I went in there and were like, all right, let's see if the beer holds up. The beer was fantastic. They had a rye IPA that blew my socks off. I loved it. It was it was the perfect balance between the rye and the hop, and oh, it was good. Rye does have a rightful place in an IPA. Yes, it does. It it fit if it's done well. If you over if you overdo the rye, it overwhelms the IPA, and you just get a rye pale ale. Does that yeah. make it a rye PA? That's what Rick kept saying the entire fucking weekend. He's like, "Can I call this a rye PA?" I'm like, "Sure, why not? I don't course, I don't care. I don't well, give it." Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. there was silence. But no, and the food there, the food there was better than the beer, which is saying something because the beer was really good. Uh, nice. It's a two-hour drive. We may have to make a trip up there just to check it out. I had a, I had there, I had, uh, I wanted a Philly cheesesteak, but they had an angry cheesesteak, and it had like jalapenos and like a spicy cheese sauce and. That oh, sounds fantastic. Awesome. It was amazing. Did it, it make you so punch good. things? No, it made me want more angry cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> Did you at least ask for more angrily? No, I we got we got more beer and then we brought uh, they they had beer in cans and so we picked up some cans to bring up to the to the campsite. Nice. Did like you bring any back for me? Beer no, we drank it all while we were there. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's very inconsiderate. I didn't even think about it. I just wanted more rye IPA in my belly. It's a rye IPA. No, it's a rye IPA. We just had this conversation. No, it's a rye IPA. It's a, no, no, it's a rye IPA. No, because there is such thing as I a know, rye IPA. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. I'm upset. Uh, and then came back, got my new iPhone. Look at that. It's not bended or anything. Yet. You should probably get a case for it. Yet. I will get a case as soon as the case, case that I want comes out. The case that doesn't bend, maybe. A non a non bendy case. Yeah, yeah. Well, they said that they only had like nine cases of it actually bending, without people bending it themselves. Well, I'm sure if I put it in my pocket and like it sat in my pocket long enough, it'd probably start bending. No, I don't think it would. Oh yeah, I just I've been carrying it in my pocket all week. It's not bent, but so large that you know I figured I like, it would Ooh. probably probably would bend <laughs> if you like if like just crouched down like just yeah just working and. I don't think so. I think so. I don't. Uh, maybe I don't know. But then, uh, just, and then uh, they probably just accuse you of trying to bend it. But the biggest thing that happened is I got really angry yesterday. So, and I need to know if this bit pisses you guys off too. I I went to the gas station to get gas because I needed gas, right? That's something you do when you have yeah. a vehicle. Yeah. And so I looked over and there was a spot open. I'm like, oh yeah, awesome. I'm going to go get that spot. So I'm driving over there and a guy like uh, goes in and parks there. And I'm like, oh, well that sucks. He gets out of the car, goes in. I'm like, oh, he's probably waiting. Or, you know, he's probably going to go pay inside. Nope. Comes out with a, with a pack of smokes, gets in the car and drives away. So he parked at the pump? He parked at the pump. That's what kind of fucking asshole parks at the pump when the rest of the goddamn oh. shit is full. Like, it was the only open pump, and he fucking parks there instead of the six open parking spots that are right next to the fucking door. I would be pissed off, too. 
That's really God. Funny. That's I, very inconsiderate. I, I park at the pump, but never if there is no other spots. On yeah, that, like it's unless you're getting gas, you shouldn't park at the pump. No, thing. it like you parked at the park. That's, That's why their parking spots, spots are, are there. Like you don't take up like you're you're taking money away from the gas station. You're you're inconveniencing me most of all. And that's you just the, shouldn't do that's it. That's the biggest crime. It is. It is. I if I I almost got out of my car and started fucking yelling at the guy. I would have. It would have been. It would have been brutal. It would have not been good. Not been good. You could have gotten into no. a fist fight. I did not want to get into a fist fight. I wanted to come home and play Shadows of Mordor, and they get really angry at that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my week, guys. Let's talk about this fucking beer. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, in front of us, we have Trade Wins Triple from um, the, the Brewery. brewery. Uh, it has an 88 on Beer Advocate. Uh, their description is our summer seasonal Trade Wins Triple is a Belgian-style golden ale with a Southeast Asian twist. Instead of using candy sugar, typical, typical for such a beer, we use rice in the mash to lighten the body and increase the gravity, and spice with Thai basil. The result is an aromatic, digestible, complex beer made for a lazy summer evening. Coming in at 25 IBUs and 8.1% ABV. Let's see how it is. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the brewery is a, uh, well, it's a brewery in California that specializes in Belgians. Yes, and and farmhouse ales and barrel aging. big beers essentially. Yeah, massive. big flavorful. So, have you had sucre yet? I've not had sucre yet. You Let's not talk about yet. another beer while right? we're discussing this beer. So, Carlos, Jeez. what do you think? It's not bad. I like the it's I like the bitter taste it has to it. Uh, not really picking up a whole lot of bitterness. There's a little bit there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Agree with me. Nope. <laughs> Uh, what else do you taste in there, Carlos? Let's dive into this beer. I don't know. Let me get what else deep into it. That uh, gravity really seems to roll off the tongue. Along with the, uh... <laughs> Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the smell is uh, I like it very kind of sour. It's got kind of like a green apple sour kind of smell to it. I like it. Okay. Now let me taste it. I haven't tasted it. Yet. Okay. And how is it? How is it? How is it? Oh, oh yeah. Look at his face. Oh, there was, there was an exclamation with his face. There was. Um, I thought he just had gas. <laughs> I, I can see how that rice does, like they said, kind of lightens it. And I do detect some kind of hint of Southeast Asian inspired flavor, but I can't pick it out mm -hmm. like a lemongrass or something like that. Basil. Is basil. It is it basil? It's basil. I is read basil? that. I, I read that on the thing. Clearly, Way he to, was not listening. Yeah, clearly. Way to listen to me. Jerk. Huh. I don't know. Like, I, I I don't pick up... I'm not picking up basil, but I'm getting something else. That's basil, maybe? Not no, basil. I, I like to say basil. <laughs> I like to say basil. What are we on? Baker Street? It's pretentious. Right? Ah, uh, the great mass detective. Ah, uh, fan nostalgia right there. Right. Um. Yeah. It it has it has the the usual like triple Belgiany smell. A lot of that yeast character. A little bit of spice. Um. Flavor wise, it's it's sweet. Yeah. It's um, kind of. And there there's 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 a little bit of a unique spice on the back end. 
uh, light body. Uh, it tastes like a triple. Uh, not not quite as Belgian-y as most triples, which means I like it. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't care for too much of that Belgian character. That, that Belgian, like, peppercorn spice, if there's too much of yeah, it, there's, there's none it, of that it overwhelms my palate like and that, yeah. it just does not agree with me. It's kind of got a little bit of, like, a champagne quality to it. I see that. I, I think it's primarily just like uh, the Belgian carbonation meets a lighter body beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with the right level of phenolics coming through. What do you think, Miles? Uh, it's it's very, very good. Uh, the only way I would knock it would be a personal preference. And I like my triples to just have a little more heft to the body. Okay. And uh, by design, it's not supposed to have that. Yep. So I can't criticize it in that way. Um, you don't taste the alcohol. Which I love. It's masked by the basil, which uh, I I think comes out pungently, right on the middle Mm -hmm. of the tongue. Uh, It's spicy, and you can kind of feel it even after you're done drinking uh, for just a little bit. But the phenolics... I think this would be a fun beer to cook with. You know, it really would. It really would. This is... I I really, really like this. I'm kind of interested as to why it only got an 88. I don't know, because Beer Advocate... I don't know. I, I begin to think that... Uh, oh, we have their Saison in the fridge. They got 90. So okay. we figured we'd do the lesser one on the show. <laughs> that was fair enough. <laughs> that was more along the lines of I want the Saison for myself. I so. No, I, I, I'm actually a big fan of how the basil comes through. Yeah, uh, it, it, it comes of, through more than I thought it would. I thought it would be kind of hidden between all those uh, or behind all those phenols. In, in fact, it it's the opposite. <laughs> basil hides the phenols. Yeah, which is fantastic. You can still smell them, but the taste is not there. Uh, if you'd like to hear more of Miles and I talking about beer, you guys should check out Homebrew Bound every Tuesday. We guy we dive deep in, and you can hear all of the pretentiousness come through. It's not good. It's delightful. Exactly. It's not good. It's better. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's some good stuff. <laughs> The Department of Defense presents News with Casey. That was kind of a hard transition, wasn't it? There wasn't a whole lot of lead into that one. <laughs> I was going to try to come up with something like to link us between the beer and the, uh... <laughs> the news. I just hit the button and figured, ah, we'll go. I, get, I think I need to make that bed longer. Yeah, or at least it kind of just cut out right there. It does just kind of cut out after about 30 seconds. It was like 10 seconds. All right, well, our first story of the day is nice and short, and it's only in here because I found it really funny. Uh, New York man Gregory Rodriguez works at a supermarket and has been accused of stuffing $1,200 worth of meat down his pants and walking out of the store after his shift. That is a shit ton of meat, guys. Like, $1,200 worth of meat is a lot of meat down his pants. I guess it depends what kind of meat he's. Yeah, but it, it doesn't can, matter what. Like even still, you, you could be talking, uh, you know, like New York strips, which are what, fifteen, sixteen bucks a pound. Right. That's still a shit ton yeah, of meat. That's still twenty that's like pounds a... of meat. <laughs> he's not getting all New York strips either. You no. know, he's he's getting a little bit of everything. You know, maybe I should figure out what my meat is valued at. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Are we gonna weigh dicks now, Carlos? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know how they would, how they measure that. Like, I'm sure like uh, there's gotta be some measurement system out there. Well, first I, of all, you can't eat human. No, no, just the value of it. Just and then you say, ah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I put in a thousand dollars in my pants today. I don't think your dick is worth a thousand dollars, Carlos. 
I think there was a South Park episode on, on how to measure the dick. Monetary. Yeah, well, no, there there is, but I think like the question is like, do you measure it from the base? Like where no, where no. do you start? You measure it by money. Like that's just it. You just count is it's value. That's my dick right is there. twenty-seven monies. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't either. How many monies is that? Okay, monies. sorry. One more thing I just have to throw out there. I think his meat has been tainted. Oh no, you didn't. I did. I I had to go there. All right, we got we got to bump that. That was too easy. The t- the taint pun. <laughs> uh, Boston resident Tina Lunn learned the hard way that you shouldn't give police a fake name. Tina was being cited for smoking in a non-smoking area when she gave the officers a fake name and birth date. When the officers ran the name, they found that there was an arrest warrant out for that name. Uh oh. They then arrested Tina, and she went through the booking process under her new identity. Eventually, the officers discovered that she had been lying and figured out her real name. When they ran that, they found that she had several warrants out for her arrest, including three counts of assault with a dangerous weapon, kidnapping, larceny, and illegal possession of chemical mace. Holy shit. What? This is one bad bitch. So, actually, she was better off with the other (laughs) name. She would have been fine. No, no, no she would have, because they ran that name. No, no, but it's, if she would have chosen a better name, like if yeah. she would have just chosen Carlos Nymphs, she would have been fine. Yeah, she probably would have been. I don't think there's any such person ever who existed. You're Carlos Nymphs. And we're going to yeah. make that legal someday, yeah. Carlos. Good luck with that. That is a thing that's going to happen. Uh, Tina was then booked under her real name, and in addition to the smoking citation, plus all the other shit, uh, she was also charged with brandishing a false name. I love that the that the adverb that they use there is brandish. brandishing. brandishing. Uh, that's awesome. I want to brandish on <laughs> it. Just start brandishing Do you think the, the guy who types these up just sits there with a thesaurus in front of him? Wait, no, that's a verb, isn't it? Brandishing is a verb, not an adverb. Sorry. Maybe. I don't know. No, because I think that's like the actual citation. And I type these up. Yeah, but don't you mostly copy paste? No. There is probably that's so not how we do stuff. That's not how we do stuff here. Me and Matt don't do that for sound waves, not at all. Not even a little paste. bit. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So you guys, product tie-ins are a big thing. You know, like Burger King did the like the Avenger Whopper or whatever. Sure. Or, or no, it was the Spider-Man one where they had like the black butt or the the spicy what? Like I don't know. No idea what you're talking about. The product tie-ins with food. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. Oh, uh, and Denny's had the Hobbit breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, remember that. that. I remember. They had the entire like Hobbit menu. Way back in the day, McDonald's had one of the most delicious burgers ever. That was um for uh for uh Batman Returns. What was it? It was like uh, on the um like McRib sub bun, but it was like three small meat pieces. With uh, uh, Big Mac sauce and then, like, lettuce, cheese, and tomato. It was like a little kind of sub sandwich, and it was the fucking shit. That actually kind of sounds kind of awesome. That's why it was fucking delicious. All right. Well, some product tie-ins go just a little too far. And British chef James Tomlinson, uh, Tomlinson's human flesh burgers are an example of that. The burgers are a tie-in for AMC's The Walking Dead and apparently taste just like human flesh. Tomlinson poured over accounts and reports of cannibalism to come up with a perfect recipe for human-tasting ground meat. He came up with the recipe and says that the less seasoning you use, the more it tastes like flesh. 
the biggest source he used was William Seabrook's book, Jungle Ways. Have you guys heard about this book? No. I just awesome. heard about this book while researching this article, and it's terrifying. So apparently, while, while uh, researching the book, Seabrook persuaded a medical student to give him a hunk of human flesh to eat. <laughs> yep. Like he cooked and ate it. And Seabrook wrote, it was like good, fully developed veal, not young, but yet not beef. So we're a cross between veal and beef. Mm-hmm. Right. But we're uh, not beef. But Tomlinson uh, also used an account by Japanese cannibal serial killer, uh, Isai Sagawa. We need Matt here to actually pronounce these names. But uh, who said the human flesh melted in my mouth like raw tuna at a sushi restaurant. Nice. So now that you guys' mouths are watering do, you, watering, do you want the recipe? Yes. Yes. All right. It is 400 grams uh, pork minced, uh, 400 grams of veal minced, 200 grams of bone marrow minced, uh, and then mixed together in a large bowl until it's thoroughly mixed. And then you salt and pepper that to taste. And apparently it tastes like person. That sounds pretty good. No, it sounds like it tastes like person, and I don't want it. But it's not made of person, so therefore it would be tasty. Yeah, but the fat, like, it would have been tasty until they said, oh, yeah, this tastes like person. You know, I think I'd need a comparison. And that's the terrifying part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I well, would, and how else can you be sure? I would try it. I would probably try it, too. But the question is, would you eat it straight up, or would you douse it in, like, ketchup or put, like... Lettuce, onion, tomato, well, I'd taste and it straight up barbecue. First, and then, like, and, uh, try, just try it straight up. What do you think the best sauce to, to put on person is? Do you think it's A1? You know, I would actually go with a, with a Westchester sauce just because it wouldn't hide too much of the flavor. Uh, I've never heard of Westchester sauce. Worcestershire sauce? It's all the same. Man. Worcestershire. No. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I cannot say that word. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Maybe it's just mustard. Maybe it just needs a bunch of like yellow shitty mustard on it. <laughs> no, I would try it uh, decently plain, maybe with cheese, because that's more or less how I take my sandwiches. People with cheese? People with cheese. How do you like your people? Soil and cream. Mitkeza. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's terrifying. Queso. Uh, do they, do it, maybe, oh. do, was, was any of his comparisons with Taco Bell? Maybe compared the flavor with the Taco Bell? Oh my god, I do not want a person taco. <laughs> well, no, maybe, uh, maybe it like, tastes similar to Taco some Right, Taco Bell makes their Bell. meat out of employees. They might, I don't know. It's that would explain possible. a lot. It could, be, it could actually be cheaper that way. <laughs> when Miles was working there, he thought they just had a high turnover. <laughs> not quite. I made it out alive. <laughs> Uh, Uri Geller, a famous spoon bender who rose to fame in the 70s, claims he has figured out why the iPhone 6 is so prone to bendability. There are two possible explanations, Geller says. Either the phone is so seriously thin and flimsy that it is bendable with mere physical force, which I cannot believe given the extensive tests Apple would have done. And I agree, this is not a flimsy phone. Like, it's pretty, like, it's, it's a pretty solid phone. Do not bend my phone. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, that 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 seems pretty solid. Like it's it's a solid phone. Yeah. Unless you do this with it. Right. <laughs> uh then I lost my spot because uh okay. Or and this is far more plausible. 
Somehow, the energy and excitement of the 10 million people who purchase iPhones has awakened their mind powers and caused the phones to bend. That's the more plausible one? That's bullshit. That guy is funny. I think, I think that, that had to have been it. First of all, that has to be a joke. Not... And if it's a joke, it's a funny one, I think, actually. But you're talking you about a professional spoon bender. He's a pro- oh, yeah, which means that he knows it's not real. Okay. Geller is now hoping to bend the ear of Apple executives and convince them to hire him as a public spokesperson. And I quote, I urge Apple to hire me to explain to the world that this is not the company's fault at all, said Geller, a loyal BlackBerry user, which he also claims he can bend with his mind. This guy sounds like fun. <laughs> he sounds like an old Vegas actor you... who's looking for... Yeah, right. But how do you, like, make money bending a spoon, though? That's pretty impressive. You stage act. Stage you get paid 20 bucks freak. to uh, perform at some kid's birthday party. And you start bending people's shit. Right? I don't know. If he's he's got to be like big time, man. though. Hang on, Carlos. I, got, I have a magic act for you. This, yeah. this is going to be awesome. Great radio. I bent this paper, guys. No, I think that piece of paper came shorter somehow. Perspective. Hang on, hang on. How did that happen? I don't know. I don't comprehend three-dimensional space. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would actually love it if Apple hired this guy because I want to see those those Apple commercials. Where he starts bending the phone and says, don't do this. And then, like, unbends them with movie magic. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. And then so many more people would bend their phones. If you Trying could. to replicate their madness. I have actually seen reports of people microwaving their phones because... Because the them. guy said that you could charge, charge it by it. microwaving yeah. it? Yeah. How do you believe that? You end up being a stupid idiot 25-year-old. I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't somebody told know. me that, too. I was like, what the hell? You are stupid. But just, you, So that's, like, actually a thing that people are going around telling others? Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's called I, the internet. I don't understand. You know, I just realized that I was going to do announcements at the top of the show again, and I forgot. They're on my notes, but I completely skipped over them. That's okay. We're going to do them at the end now. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Thomas Sentley... Wait, is that? Yeah. Thomas Sentley wants to raise awareness about testicular cancer and has come up with an inno- a new and innovative way, inno- innovative way to do it. Innovative. I cannot new have had innovative. that much to They're drink. Damn. <laughs> it's 8.1. Have Worcester. you had breakfast? No. That would be why. I had a banana. What's just that doesn't uh... count. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cantley, a 31-year-old. Pretty hundred-year-old photographer is pushing a giant six-foot testicle across America from L.A. to New York. He started on September fourth and is in New York. New Orleans. <laughs> Give it here. I'll read it. I'll so, finish it. No, I got this. I Are got you sure? This, yes. this is your third failed spot. <laughs> You're not even hard. <laughs> So All right. are you just too distracted about the image of a massive testicle in your yeah. head? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> On September 4th, and is in New Orleans this weekend. If it goes well, uh, Cantley, his, his dog Vader, and his giant ball, lovingly called Lefty, will roll into New York around <laughs> October 13th. Isn't that a great name for That's a ball? That's a perfect name. That doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> why would – you know, it's just a it's – it's a giant ball, singular – 
So how could you even possibly think it's a, t- a testicle, all right? Because it's labeled. Uh, oh, you label it. Testicular cancer. And it's, fle- and it's flesh colored. You just like label it, put some veins on it. There you go. Good enough. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, uh, when asked why he was doing this, he responded, I want to do a sort of social experiment. I didn't want to force myself on anyone. And what this does, it forces people to come to me and ask me, what is this? What's it all about? Uh, It kind of looks like a testicle. What's going on? It creates that conversation. Uh, Cantley himself is a uh, testicular cancer survivor. Uh, He was diagnosed in 2009 while he was working as a fashion photographer. His testicle had swollen to the size of an orange before he went to see a doctor. Why would you let your testicle get that big? Because you can show it off. The article's done. You can put them. No, so you can show it off to ladies. Look at that. (laughs) Maybe he just wanted like a a, a bouncy device for travel. Right. He's Randy Marsh. (laughs) I, I think that this is fantastic. Breast cancer gets a lot of awareness. Like it has an entire month devoted to it. Um, April is apparently testicular cancer awareness month, but, but you never hear about that? that. Where are the, like the balls colored, I, I don't know. The, the testicle stress balls? The stress, yeah. The stress balls, the, uh, the, where's the balls ribbon that we oh, can wear on? No, no, that's what, what color they, would they put them on trucks. Yeah. The, it, they put, on, they put them on the back of truck trucks. Nuts. Yeah. Truck nuts color. are not for Yeah. Testicular survivor, uh, cancer survivors, uh, put those trucks, put those, uh, balls on their trucks. What if you're a testicular cancer survivor and you don't drive a truck? You can put it on the back of your Prius. Well, that's then fine. you buy you buy the <laughs> truck. Clearly, you, didn't you have buy the truck place. to make up for the fact that you don't have as many balls as you uh, have before. Oh, I see, I see, I see. But no, I, I think this I think this guy's plan is fantastic. I I like it. Um, the fact that he's walking across the entire country in a little over a month is phenomenal. Yeah, that's actually sounds like he was making good time. Of, like, where is he right now? Uh, he is, he was in New Orleans. Is his nut on wheels, or is it just like dragging? No, no, it's and... it's he's pushing it. Yeah, like I know. It's a giant. It's rolling. It's rolling. Okay. Nuts that would roll. still be a dirty testicle. Oh, it's gonna be a filthy testicle. <clears throat> so nasty. I wouldn't drag my nuts on the ground from so here. So the only other thing I'm thinking is something the size of an orange in my scrotum would hurt. Yeah, probably. That yeah. that's a lot of stretching. Think about that poor other testicle just squished. Yeah, it would suck. It would just look well, like Well, so yeah, this well, this guy had to have his orange one removed. I can't imagine why. Cuz it was mean, the size of an orange. Probably means it had a tumor. I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. Sorry. I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh no, I, I agree with you. I think it's fantastic what he's doing. And yeah. I also think that his uh, his methodology is, is very intelligent, too. The fact that he's doing something so brazen yeah. that people are going to become interested well, from the outside yeah, in. Yeah, so, well, here, here's, here, here's another thing to think about. Uh, testicular cancer has a 95% survival rate if it's caught early, early enough. Early yeah. enough. Um, I think prostate cancer is, is one that needs to more awareness needs to be brought to. Yeah, but does everybody know what a prostate looks like? You can't really roll a prostate around. No, no, you can. <laughs> but but where is where's the prostate cancer awareness See, month? The, the, because breast cancer awareness month is a big thing. The thing about prostate versus breast cancer is that prostate cancer usually strikes old men like 65 plus. Yeah. The people and, who and are going to die the death anyways. Rate, the well the death rate of it is not it, it takes so long for it to to yeah. actually become a serious issue 
that you're probably dead of some other cause before. But so still, it's yeah. something that's important and it affects yeah, men, of course. and everyone needs to know about it. Of course. Well, and we need to cure that shit. People should also realize that you, as a man, you can get breast cancer. You can. You can. You, you can. can. Yeah, so, I saw that episode of Archer. It's just that women. Of Archer. Just that women <laughs> take it up because you know they're usually they have bigger breasticles. Yeah, they're more more vocal about it than we are. Yes. Men yeah, are they're like, much more fun cancer, to play with. Up, women. women can also get testicular cancer. Isn't it called ovarian cancer? Nope. Yeah, it's not called testicular <laughs> cancer. No. What about the chicks with dicks? Well, that's a whole philosophical <laughs> yeah, debate. On, well, is it, is it look like one? Does that make it a chick? I don't and know. It's got a penis, so is it a dude? I don't know. I don't want to get into that's that. That's why they have like eleven text. You should you know, not have started. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It seems like a good thing to get into, and now I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, should we talk about a discussion for the day? Sure. All right. So, imagine this. Set the stage. You are king of America. America now has a king. You're king of America. King of America. Do I get you a crown? Can, you sure you have a fucking crown? I don't know. It's, it's an eagle that sits on top of your head. Is there a throne? Yes. The throne is another eagle. Is it on a dais with like a red carpet that rolls up to it? Yes. It's a red, white, and blue carpet. Love it. Okay. Right? With stars. All right. So you're king of America. Sounds you gaudy. can you can implement any any laws you want to. No, 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 wait. This is this is way too gaudy. You can't have that many colors. It's just red carpet. <laughs> no, just, it's, it's red, white, no, and blue. No, it's no. America. Red, white, and blue and stars. No. It's way too gaudy. You gotta America just, is gaudy. Like yeah. that's what America the is. The carpet's one color, the walls are blue, the sky is stars. There you go. And the Less throne gaudy. is made out of machine guns and eagles. That sounds like yeah, that sounds accurate. Should we get like those glow in the dark? Plastic stars and put them all up on the ceiling. That's too cheesy. This is you know America. no that seems ones. very American. You know <laughs> I I was gonna say no, but you know that does sound pretty cool. Like it's not expensive enough though. That's the problem. Yeah, that's no. what I'm saying. If they're made out of gold, di- no, they're they're gold, made gold. out of uranium, made and so they diamond? glow diamond. radioactively. Yeah. Diamond, yeah, yeah. If they're made of diamond, unless should they be like opal and sapphires? Get the whole blue and white thing going. Why not? Now we're just we're not getting, paying for it. Now we're just getting a little gay with opals and sapphires. <laughs> this is America. But you gotta get that twinkling up there. Well, that's what the machine gun throne is for. Yeah. Okay. You can't to overcompensate really... for being gay. <laughs> well, okay. of course. You can have the rest of the room be painted pink, but you got that throne right there, so that makes it awesome. I get to shit in a gold toilet. We never say anything about <laughs> a gold toilet. All right. Anyway, you're king of America. You can make laws about anything. Of course. What what what's the first law that you make? The first one. So well, all right. I guess not not necessarily the first one, but laws to make the lives better. Like they laws that you would enjoy right now as a peon. You're like you're king, but you're looking back on your days as a peon. And laws that would make life life better. Mine. You cannot park at a gas pump unless you're fucking filling up with gas. How did I punishable come- by death? How did I come to power? You were if born I was a, into power. No, because I was born in another peon, life. Clearly. You don't fucking don't worry it's about it, okay? Universe. Gosh, you're thinking about this way too fucking well, much. Well, you wanted a picture to be painted. We're just trying to delve into this. No, he's not thinking about this enough, really. That's <laughs> your biggest issue. No, right now, yeah. No, you get the biggest thing you gotta worry about is making sure that your that the whole government is going to be stable. And the way to ensure that is to ensure that you live a very long time. Fountain of youth. Uh, that's in well Florida. you have uh what you do is you have it you have a whole bunch of money put into uh developing uh immortality 
But then you have a law that only you can become immortal. Nobody else gets to use it. As soon as you get become immortal, destroy the the uh, cure for aging. Robot legs. And then you live forever. And you get then you're like Wait, this god king of America. Carlos, Carlos, so you're immortal, right? Yes. Your friends and family not immortal. Why would I want them <laughs> to be uh, immortal? What? I have met... to put up with them for all of eternity? Are you insane? I've met his brothers. Okay, well, about his friends. Carlos, you would be so lonely without me. Uh, yeah, but I can make new friends, and you'll still get all sorts of money. Cause it'd be, yeah, just... but I won't be immortal. Well, I'm sorry. I'd be, I would rather be impoverished and immortal than rich and dead. How about the stipulation that he can become immortal, but have it taken away at your whim? No! No. I think immortality needs a state. It, it has to mean something. Yeah. Well, about, it, it means you can... About, and it means that only I should be immortal. That's How about you wait until he's like 80 and on like the throes of his deathbed, and then you make him immortal? So I might give you some more time, but I don't know about immortality. He's old as fuck, That's so an every asshole. day he suffers my, ne- my new first law, kill Carlos. <laughs> it's, well, it's just a little carrot in front of the stick just to, all right, maybe I should give you being nice to, to the Lord Emperor so, like, he'll give me another 80 years. I'm going to assassinate Carlos. <laughs> He's immortal, not invulnerable. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to find a fix for that, too, but I don't know how. <laughs> but, build, uh, build a giant uh, cloning skeleton. What? Cloning bats, maybe. So you want to become like the emperor? So if I die, I have some backups. You're immortal. Because it's you a, die. Well, I don't know. If somebody, some does magic kill me. Well, immortal, immortal, and invulnerable are two. No, okay. So, so your first law needs to be kill all the Highlanders. Then your second law needs to be you only you can well, be immortal. Well, there can only be one. Then he's the you only know, one. That's what, you know, it's kind of difficult to deal with Highlander. I was reading about it earlier today, and just. So Wait, you were actually be... reading about Highlanders? Yeah, I was reading one of the tropes. Uh, no, the uh, <laughs> one of the tropes for the uh, the last movie they made was so bad that I had to read. My, had to the read last about movie it. they made was freaking horrible. It made no sense. But uh, I can't believe you're reading about Highlanders today. It, it they had a uh, they were talking about how uh, the planets were aligning, and it was so stupid because they were actually breaking the laws of physics. The planets were closer to the Earth than the Moon was. That's bad. That sounds I'm just going terrible. to, uh, that would destroy everything. You no know, what? I actually found out what would happen if all the planets actually did align, and all of the moons in the solar system. What would happen? Uh, it would effectively raise, you know, like raise the tides, like the moon does, about one half of one millimeter. Awesome. If all of the planets and all of their moons align. Totally worth it. Which Absolutely. effectively would never actually t- happen. And then every woman would have just heavy flow that month. I don't think it works quite that way, but let's Why uh, not? let's go on know. to uh, Eric. What would your uh, <laughs> ruling guy? <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was deep, deep in thought about Carlos being immortal with a giant exoskeleton and trying to kill Casey. <laughs> you and me trying is not going to make me immortal to make it a fair fight. I know, exactly. But I would give you more time. <laughs> I don't want more time. But you'd have something to live for. Yeah, being immortal would give me something to live for. Exactly. Yeah. Just, wait, can I destroy you and take your immortality? No, it does not work that way. Why are you destroying the immortality machine? Because I don't want somebody else to steal it. That's, it's not. 
I can't be the immortal god king of America if I'm not the only immortal. Like somebody else could start saying, you know, I've been around for a couple thousand years, and I want to take a, I want to vie for the throne. They're like maybe I'm also what, an immortal. But god what, what if I, what if I sign a contract saying I will never try to take over your throne? I consider it. I will take your route. I'd probably take. I'd probably consider it over a couple hundred years. Hey, hey, I'd have time. Asshole. I won't. I'd give you a couple extra hundred years. Why don't you just make me immortal and then kill me? No. I got to make sure that my control is cemented first before I start. Shipping. Yeah, but see, Carlos, if you have immortality and you don't share, that initially, that, that automatically makes me start plotting against you. Like, I'm just done now. Maybe. You're going to die. Maybe not. I'm going to make all of your immortality things work, and then I'm going to steal your scientists, and then they're going to recreate immortality for me. I'm going to become a supervillain and destroy you. <laughs> that so stupid, Casey. Why would you think of something <laughs> that stupid? Uh, You're just mad you didn't think of it first. Uh, there would be another thing, another very important law would be that uh, Die Hard would be the the absolute uh, movie of the country. Makes yeah. sense. And we, were, we we totally well, yeah he, he, was, he had issue he he couldn't remember I, I was thinking no I was I was thinking about something else. <laughs> Do you have a law that you would um, like to enact? Well, it's not as silly as y'all's, but I I would enact the personal freedom laws. Like if you want to smoke weed, you can smoke weed. If you want to drink beer, you can drink beer. If you want to eat three Big Macs, you can eat three Big Macs. Like none of this like. You know, I disagree state. with the three Big Macs. Well, I'm just saying, nobody no, should be no, allowed no, to eat three Big Macs. No, I know. No, Why cut it off no, there? No, no have four state. or five or six. That's what I'm saying. None, none of that crap. No, I don't need Michelle Obama to tell me that. You know, my kids yeah, but all of your constituents deal. are stupid. That's fine. They have to be told what's and then, America. Yeah, but then your constituents will die, and they won't be your constituents anymore. I'll just unless that's his plan. Oh, he doesn't want any constituents. It's a grandiose. Actually, you know that is actually a very good plan. Take down corporate America. Very valid plan to just kill everybody off. Why would they'll just all kill themselves? Why would I want a bunch of people in my country? No, Uh, because they can do the work for you. Kill off. Otherwise, you'll have to start working. That seems really shitty thing for a king to do. Like a like a hundred thousand, maybe two hundred thousand people around, right? They kill even more than that. Not just hunker down in like Chicago. Uh, Who's gonna grow your food? The farmer. Yeah, when the, no, okay. When it's so, two hundred thousand, that the, I the idea is that you unload laws like that, and the stupid people are the ones that kill themselves off because they don't know right. like restraint, etc. Or the, all the stupid st- people accidentally kill all the smart people, and you end up with no, because the smart people are smart enough to not get killed by the dumb people. Nah. No, in his in his world it is, and then you end up with only people who are worth keeping around. I agree with Miles. That's totally what I was thinking. Totally. <laughs> Damn it, Miles. <laughs> Doesn't now, sound very viable long term, though, because you don't have an immortal god king. <laughs> I have read Neither a, do you, Carlos, because I'm coming for you. I've read a portrait so of you're saying that I, should just, I don't want to be immortal. So you're saying that I should just kill you off, then? That would probably be the smartest thing for you to do. Oh, there you go. Or make me immortal. You have two choices there. Kill me or make me immortal. One of them is cheaper than the other. Nah, because you already have the immortality thing, and it's not costing you anything, because you've already done the research. But who knows how much money it costs to actually do the operation or whatever? It'll be fine, Carlos. It'll be better Compared for you to in the long run. Compared to actually just killing you, because I'll come back as a ghost. It'll be taxes and haunt your shit. Don't believe in ghosts, so that's not a problem. Damn it. So come you, back Miles. as a come, come back as a jellyfish tree. Yeah, I'll come back as a oh, jellyfish God. tree. What are you gonna do then? <laughs> Nuke the whole planet. <laughs> <laughs>
Miles, your law. My law would have something to do with anyone and everyone can homebrew and distill what the fuck they please. I like that law. That's a you good know, law. I, I'm sitting here on my side of things, and it's like, well, god damn it, there's a lot of restrictions that keep me from being expressive in some of the areas that I want to. Mostly the distilling thing. You can homebrew whatever the hell you want. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, Up yeah. to 200 gallons a year, which I haven't even reached that point. No, I don't think we've made 200 gallons yet. No, that's a lie, but you know what I mean. Yeah. That's a surprisingly large amount, but like distilling, if you make a drop, you're done. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to a guy who does make his own stuff and allegedly allegedly, allegedly he, makes his he own allegedly stuff. makes his own stuff. He bought some equipment like halfway, he allegedly bought some equipment halfway across the country and the government pulled that store's records and he allegedly received a letter saying you better stop anything you may or may not be doing because if we find even one drop that could be up to like ten thousand dollars in stupid amount and 20 plus years in prison. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why are they so... No, it, it really doesn't. I mean, I I can understand, you know, the, the idea that they want to prevent alcoholism and drunk driving and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But nine times out of ten, the kind of people who want to do any of this sort of thing are the ones who are looking for it on the craft level in the first place. Yeah. And they're looking to do it right. They're looking to do it small batch. They're looking to do it for personal use, et cetera, mm-hmm. and not make a profit. Right. Right. Makes sense. You know, and their their biggest issue is they want the fucking money. Yeah. They want their money. Mm-hmm. Well, then make like make an individual buy a permit every year, like a like a distilling permit. Then make it you know say a hundred bucks or something, and then well, they get their then they get then they're gonna get their tax money for whatever that person makes because they're not gonna make an exorbitant amount of alcohol. Yeah, no, it's true. And you know what's funny is I've actually read into some of the distillation laws, and there are some places where, you know, they make alcohol for industrial use, and they make them account for virtually every single drop that they make, mm-hmm. and they also force them to denature it. No, not de- not denature. Uh, I forget what the term is, but they make them put something in it. That would effectively kill anyone who tries to drink it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's the, uh, the the vomit agent thing or whatever. Like yeah. You put it in your mouth and then right away. You, you, well, I mean, there's so the, nice. depending on the uses of the alcohol. I think there's a list of 51 different things right. that they can put into it, including methanol and benzene. Ugh. Oh damn. Yeah, like literally, uh, some of these things will kill you. Well, right more people died from the feds during prohibition, <clears throat> like. From well, the feds, like well, poisoning booze, no, yeah, than than yeah. bad stills. They, yeah. yeah, right. They died from you know some asshole making it in his bathtub and they got you know botulism. You know, mm-hmm. That's what it was. But. Yeah. Well, no, like, but the the feds were going around and poisoning what poisoning yeah. booze, right. and more people died from that than like botulism and shit. Well, you know, I, it's just messed up. And and I think at least between that and what's going on now is a little twofold. Back, you know, during prohibition. They were doing it, you know, to screw over the people who are doing it illegally, whereas now they're doing it as a preemptive, you know, don't do it. It's still an archaic law that's that's left. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. But it's mostly they just want their money. Yeah, right. They want their money. Like the only time the government because does a homebrewer right, is totally or a home distiller is totally going to dig into their profits. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like. like well, it, when you're when you make five gallons of whiskey, 
you have like this right you have five gallons of whiskey that's not good that's not ready for you know five years minimum it's actually surprising how how the laws have changed and like some of the terminology you know basically the the term proof came back from when they were deciding when and how and how much to tax alcohol Mm -hmm. and proof was basically uh centered around whether or not something was above or below uh, 50%. Right. And it used to be tested by mixing it with gunpowder. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, it, it was either proof or not if you could mix it with gunpowder and it would still light off. If it was less than 50%, there was too much water and right. it wouldn't light. But if it was more than that, the alcohol would compensate for the water and it would still light. Interesting. And so it was either so proof it's a or not. proof. And then if you were a pirate, you can drink that and then get high like you were doing meth and then go fight people because that's what pirates did. They put gunpowder in their room. Mm-hmm. Pirates are silly. In any case, that's what I would do with my first law. All right. Circling it back to topic. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to end topic. What? Oh, come on. I had like another thousand laws. Yeah, but we're at, we're at an hour and I'm really hungry. <laughs> Now like that he's thinking about hungry. those three Whoppers. Right? I'm going to go eat <laughs> six Whoppers. Or Big Macs. Uh, or some human-flavored tacos. I'm going to go eat I'm six go... that black Whoppers. You should, you should right? hit up Burger King man. for the two for five. I will not hit up. I'm probably going to go to Patty's because Patty's is the Ah, uh, you son of a bitch. You make all right. Me jealous. Uh, all right. So just a couple of announcements. Uh, you guys can listen every Saturday live at blindnessstudios.com slash live or watch live at youtube.com slash blindnessstudios. Uh, that is for our video stream. If you have questions, comments, show ideas, go ahead and send those to feedback at blindnessstudios.com. And we're gearing up for our second year anniversary show, and we need your help. Do you have any favorite Department of Defense moments, quotes, what have you? Uh, go ahead and send those moments to the ninja at blindnessstudios.com, and we're going to compile those and do a special uh, thingamabob that you'll find out on November 2nd. I think it's... Well, it's the weekend of November 2nd. I got to check what the exact date is. I'll let you know. All right. Uh, again, if you have any feedback, uh, go ahead and send an email to feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. Or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Do I get a jester? What? A jester. I don't know. But I want I'm... like a court clown sure. if I'm king. Yes. But I know I'd declare war on Christmas. 